Hello and welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You're here with me, Pete, and along with me this week, I have Ben. Hello. And Eddie. Hello. That's better, Eddie. Good energy to counter Ben being sick with the plague. Love that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I've got a bit of plague, a spot of plague. Yeah, a little what, a, a what, requiem what, what you plague. Want from me? <laughs> yeah, but I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm you like guys are so sickly people, aren't you? You're just like... <laughs> Pete, you're always sick, and Ben, yeah. you got. I mean, you were sick the week before as well, weren't you? Yeah, I know my body. My body's a fucking fortress, but I let the I let the old no uh, one drawbridge said down. No one <laughs> no, said that. They did. If they your said that is a fortress, me. then it's a fucking French fortress waving a white flag all the time. All right? I, no, no. That, that, I, any French listeners, don't be offended by that. Um, <laughs> The, the drawbridge is down. The drawbridge is down. Well, the gates are wide in. open. Make it's a fortress with, Yeah, it's a fortress that was knocked down 150 years ago and is now a visitor museum. But it still looks like a fortress. Yeah. Did you just but say yeah. Ben's body yeah, looks really good? Is that what you just said? There? I'm, I'm yeah. playing to what Ben wants to believe. <laughs> but you are right. You are still here, unlike the, uh, the usual fourth. Oh, uh, unfortunately, Kirk being unable to join us. That's fine. I took yeah, a week well, so off, it, it, so I can't complain. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's been a while since we've had the four of us here because you were off last week, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah we three musketeers this week. Yes, yes. Although not totally, Ben, because on Sunday we are five musketeers? Six? Oh, we are Hopefully six, six. Six musketeers. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we are going to be doing a live episode with the Offshore Gamescast team. Mm, so that, yeah. that is Sunday around about... Uh, we think it's about one pm. Like yeah. it, we're 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 currently confirming with Dave and Dylan, so it's uh, <laughs> we it's this weekend sometime. So let's just say that um, it's a Sunday. It better but, be a Sunday because I blocked off Sunday. So yeah, same here. <laughs> so so hopefully Sunday. Um, but yeah, I think just uh, it is going to be live technically because we are we're going to be using the. The, I think it's StreamYard to oh, stream cool. to YouTube. So we will be on YouTube. So follow us on Twitter or uh, go to our Grumpy Gamers podcast YouTube channel and subscribe and get the notifications there. And then we'll we'll let you know over the next few days. Yes, indeed. Uh, when when we're going to be live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that, that follows on, of course, from last Thursday, Ben, when you were one musketeer. Oh, yes, I completed Sifu. <laughs> you did very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> very quickly. I wasn't anticipating it. Like, the stream kind of just ended because I was like, well, done it now. <laughs> yeah. I expected there to be a whole other level. So, yeah. I, like, that would have timed out quite nicely. Done three levels the first week, three le- levels the second week, but then <laughs> just kind of was over. <laughs> <laughs> It was a very so, abrupt ending to a good stream, though. So yeah, which which I apologise for. So yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the abrupt ending. But um, we um, we're going to be st- well. You guys are going to be streaming this Thursday, aren't you? We are. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be playing Rocket League. That's going to be, be playing Rocket League with the community. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to uh, play Rocket League with um, with Pete, uh, Eddie, and Kirk. Then contact us on Twitter, I think, because Kirk will be sorting out everyone getting in the same party and lobby and all that kind of stuff. Yes, indeed. Um, so that's that's Thursday at seven pm. So that's, we're gonna... that's going to be a fucking nightmare. I'm telling you, we're relying on <laughs> Kirk to sort out all the party system and stuff. Oh my god. Yeah, Eddie, you might have to step in a little bit, mate. Oh, mm. don't, don't, don't! Come on, I'm not, I'm not an organizer. We're giving I'm a, you I'm a wild, stability. I'm an angry kind of emotive man. That's 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 my role. That's that's my role for the podcast. You're gonna have to change the role, though. You're <laughs> yeah. gonna have to, you're gonna have to change roles, or just get angry about organizing it. 
Yes, that's still I can just get angry at Kirk. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess that's why most of our listeners listen. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, anyway, that's Thursday, 7pm. Like every week now, we're going to try to do streaming at Thursday, 7pm, and mm-hmm. our Twitch channel is Grumpy Gamers Podcast, all one word. Yeah. Um, so come and uh, follow us there. Uh, and yeah, Twitter, there'll be notifications on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. So if you want to get involved, let us know on Twitter. Yes, indeed. And please, please be worse than me, because otherwise it's going to be really embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, Pete, Pete, you can't have that. Like I know, I, I, I hate that you ducked out, because I know I I'm d- better I than you. You don't. You don't know. You don't know because I was. I was. Well, we're about the same standard. Ooh, that's harsh. That is cold on me. But... It's harsh on me, isn't it? That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. But yeah, I've got to have a week off, guys. You know, I'll be streaming the next week. Exactly. Exactly. So in in that, it is fair enough. But yeah. Either way, those are the upcoming things, and I suppose we should talk about the upcoming topic, shouldn't we? Cool. Absolutely. So of course we will be going through the news and the new releases. We've got a bit of what we've been playing, which. I think I think the only new one is is you Ben, isn't it? With Achilles Untold this week. Yeah, I think it is the only yeah new game. But Eddie's mm. got a good one to talk about. He does, yeah. he does. Yeah, and I have one that was recently released, even though it's not new news. Um, so we've got those, and then our feature this week is a recap on the Nintendo Indie Showcase from the end of last week. Mm. Yes, yeah, and what we thought of it. But we'll get to that. What, later. what, a, what a showcase it was. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No comment. Yeah, but before we get to that, should we get into the news? Yeah, and we have quick news. I mean, it's a bit. It was a big, big news week, I'd yeah. say. Um, but to get these quick ones out of the way, so Jedi Fallen Order has a sequel. Um, it's just been revealed, and it's called Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, and yesterday, we're recording on on Tuesday this week, actually. Uh, so yesterday on Monday, uh, there was a four guys. Um, video on youtube um with the developers and stuff and they revealed that it's going free to play in june and coming to switch and xbox at the same time yes indeed cool which is fucking good because it's coming to switch i want to play it on switch and now it's free to play that's ideal i think they're on season eight or something crazy like that um i just feel like they may have missed the boat and that's the yeah you know what i I think it's a great tactic to do them both at the same time, though, eh? But at least... Uh, yeah. It's almost oh, like yeah. they're trying to do a second wave, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Yes, and I think that the move to free-to-play is the best yeah. thing for them because I think they've they've probably lost their time of being able to charge money for that yes. now. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, I, think, okay. I think this is their second wave, and then if this falls flat, they'll just accept accept it. Yeah, good good luck to them, I think. Uh, I think yeah. it does have a uh, a decent following, so uh, I, will, I will be playing it. Yeah. Say that again. Do you remember yeah. the way that phase when every streamer in the world was playing Fall yeah. Guys? I still see yeah, well, videos come up on my bloody feed now and again. These yeah. Days. yeah. But guys, guys, guess what? I'll be streaming. Oh. Go on. <laughs> well, Fall, Fall Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to say that, Pete. I mean, it was, <laughs> he wasn't going to come up with fucking Jedi Fallen Order, was he? <laughs> Fuck. Right. Okay, let's move on. That news wasn't so quick. So quick news number three is um, there have been Silent Hill leaks. Mm. Um, Right, I didn't make any notes about this, so uh, I'll just have to go from memory. So um, Silent Hill, there's a rumour that there's going to be Silent Hill 2 remake by Blooper Team, who made the medium, which I thought was quite good. Um, 
and there's also a rumour that there's a new Silent Hill game altogether coming like as a, a latest one in the franchise. Um, but there were screenshots um, kind of released of or leaked of this these one of these Silent Hill games, and I don't think many people really believed it until Konami decided to copyright strike them. <laughs> so if you don't want somebody to believe something, definitely don't go copyright striking them. Um, so yeah, it, appeal, it appears like the Silent Hill rumours that have been going for pretty much the last couple of years. I mean, I think Eurogamer even quote Nate the Hate, who I have said before, probably like a year, year and a half ago, who's talking about these. So... Um, yeah, it seems real. We don't know what games are in development, but it seems like there could be a couple of Silent Hill games. So if you're old school Silent Hill fans, uh, look forward to that one. Yes, indeed. Hmm. So I'll move on to the main news. Now. I was going to say, should we do the big news? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one that yeah, the one that the big discussion topic of the week. <sighs> Unfortunately, Starfield and Redfall have been delayed into 2023. The first half of 2023, just any time during that time. Um, so these were Xbox's big releases. Redfall was due to come out in like a month or two, something like that, which is the vampire co-op shooter yeah. one um, from Bethesda. Both of these games from Bethesda uh, and Starfield, obviously the the big kind of holiday Christmas release uh, expected in November uh, that was Skyrim in space. <laughs> That's uh, both both delayed. So uh, Bethesda have been quoted as saying, the teams at Arcane Austin, that's Redfall, and Bethesda Game Studios, and that's Starfield, have incredible ambitions for their games, and we want to ensure that you receive the best, most polished versions of the game. So it was just a quick uh, kind of press release, uh, and with that, they were gone. And this could leave Microsoft with around 18 months between Xbox Game Studios releases, mm. despite having well over, I think well, I think about 23, well over 20 studios. Mm. Um, and there will be no Xbox Game Studio releases in 2022. Obviously, we had uh, Forza, Forza and Halo at yeah. the back end of last year. But yeah, nothing in 2022. And Phil Spencer has been has come out and said they must do better to meet expectations. But he has come under a lot of fire for lack of leadership and lack of plan Bs, which I'm not sure is entirely warranted because they only bought Bethesda last March. Yeah. And anything that they acquired was already, you know, mm -hmm. Bethesda were already going to announce that. Yeah. Like the, the whole November release date, 2022 that was already in the works before microsoft even got involved you know it's mm -hmm. it's probably a bit harsh to be to be uh laying the blame at phil spencer um now this is disappointing uh yes. and we will we will do the obligatory virtue signal and say <laughs> it's good that people don't have to crunch and games will be released in better quality if if they have more time blah 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 which is true but this is still very, very disappointing. Um, I really don't understand all the people out there saying, "Oh, it's okay. Like it's it, it's it's fine. Like we can wait." There's there's so much to be playing during this time. Like, why don't you guys just look at your backlog? Yeah, was that an impression true. of Kirk? <laughs> Being Kirk could be one of those guys. Boy. I don't know. <laughs> but but people are saying that, and I just think, yeah, that that's very true. But 
we're disappointed. We like new things, and especially Starfield. It mm. was well, yeah. promised, promised yeah, so much. I mean, and you know, I just don't understand what's going on with Xbox, and I think a lot of people start to question this. You know, games get delayed. That's absolutely fine. This happens, but Nintendo and Sony have also operated under a pandemic and they have released games uh xbox have had studios for many many years now um and xbox have had this reputation of xbox doesn't have games and this is why this is why they have that reputation Mm -hmm. and you know other games have been delayed like breath of the wild 2 but breath of the wild 2 never had a release date starfield had a release date you know don't say a release date so far in advance if it's just you know, I don't. I don't they're, they're, the, they're their own worst enemy, I think. Um, but what do we? What do we think? What do you guys think about this and and Game Pass now? Because mm. you know, Game Pass. A lot of the value in Game Pass is Xbox own studios day one releases. Well, well, it's it's an interesting one because first told you so. I think I said back in like fucking February that this would be delayed to next year. Oh yeah, the, and, so, and Kirk, Kirk did that on Twitter as well and <laughs> yeah. got absolutely blasted for it and took great delight, and rightly so. I was well behind Kirk this week <laughs> when he went out on Twitter and said, look, I said it, and you all said... Well, these it was a couple of people said, like, what are you talking about? Like, they've got no history for this. But yeah, we. it's one of those that you, you could say you pre- could predict, but they were so sure, weren't they? <laughs> oh, so many people were so certain about it. But no, it was obviously getting delayed. All the big games are getting delayed. So, yeah, I mean, I don't find it surprising. And I do, while I do get the disappointment because I, I do really want to play Starfield, I am kind of in a place of going, well, just don't look forward to things. Just wait till they get here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? At this stage, that feels like the better way to go with it. But that might I be because I obsessively mean, play I, the same six games. So I, I I do know what you mean, though, because even when a good game that you've been looking forward to comes out, it's always a little bit disappointing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's always buggy or there's always something wrong with it. Or if it's a release for something you've been playing before, like um, a DLC, Eddie, for RimWorld mm-hmm. 8, it messes with your mods. Like new things always have a problem linked to them. So it's never the day you think it's going to be that you get to enjoy it the way you wanted to anyway. Oh, I- I've never had that problem because I've never bought a game at full price, apart from yeah. the fucking games you make me buy, which yeah, I'm but massively Eddie. disappointed with. So, yeah, yeah. Point, <laughs> I never need to Eddie, actually worry about that. The point of this one is, it was coming to Game Pass. You've mm-hmm. already got Game Pass. And now, Xbox Studios have not will not have released a game in 18 months. And they've got mm. 23 fucking studios. Well, it might only be 13 months, Ben. They might get it out in January. You don't know. Yeah, it <laughs> could be. Could, could be. Yeah. Somewhere, You're right. You're right. Somewhere over a year. Somewhere above a year between the I want to, uh, you know, I'm trying to be emotive here. 18 goddamn months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two years on a calendar. <laughs> but how much, in your opinion, guys, like, mm. how much do you think of the game of game pass's value is in xbox's first party releases coming day one like halo etc um i'm i'm gonna be controversial here don't get me wrong i'm really really upset that starfield is delayed i think i i honestly like uh through their history of games uh being you know probably three of them in my top 10 um and this one in space which i love um, love a lot of space games, as you know. I, mm. Last time I was on the pod, I talked about a space game. Um, really excited for it, but I still, I don't have Game Pass for the moments where it's 
first game released. I have it for this game has now just popped on and it's lit. I mean, I do play a lot of indie games, so that's probably why. But there's so many things. The, the game that I played this week um, just popped on Game Pass and I went, holy shit, that's on Game Pass. There's a game um, that came on today, um, Jurassic World 2 Evolution or whatever it's called. Yep. That that came on Xbox today on, on Game Pass, on PC Game Pass, I should say. Yeah. So, boom, going to install that. I've had that on my wish list for fucking about a year uh, well, whenever it came out, I guess, and it's. It, I looked it up for the podcast. It's still fifty quid. So that saved me fifty quid. So that's why I have Game Pass. So I'm not gonna. I, I'm upset, but I'm not gonna go mental. Yeah, this is similar. I mean, we're we're similar in the way we approach games quite a lot in purchase and the ready. So for me, most of my value in Game Pass has been those little ones that I wouldn't even have tried if I had to yes. buy them. Yes, um, yes, yes. You know, things like uh, the Artful Escape last year. That was an amazing little game. And I'd never even have considered it unless it was on like the Steam Christmas sale at 50p. Mm -hmm. So it's exposure to that sort of stuff as well as having a catalogue of games that I want to play, uh, AAA games that I want to play is the key. Mm, Whether they're, I mean, having the day one releases is a lovely addition. Don't get me wrong. Being able to play Halo Infinite end of last year what we played that pretty much every day for a month didn't we guys? Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then longer onwards. So Obviously, that's a big benefit, but I can't say it's the reason I have the subscription. No, I, I, um, I actually, despite what I was saying before, to try and be emotive and stuff, um, <laughs> I, I am disappointed that Starfield's been delayed. But you know, I, outside of this podcast, I, I can't say that my levels of disappointment will be anything that I think about for more than a moment. But mm. um, yeah, it's uh, it's disappointing. It'll come. It'll happen. But. A lot of people are saying that the weakness, that this highlights the weakness in Game Pass if Xbox Game Studios can't deliver. But I actually think the opposite. And I think I'm kind of probably thinking the same things as as you guys, that I think this highlights the strength of Game Pass. Mm. I think it actually says... the, the, The thing about Game Pass is when things are going wrong, when there are game releases getting delayed, when the big releases aren't hitting, you've got this catalog of awesome games from days just gone that that that's still awesome and uh, i think this is where game pass kind of shows its strength because yeah it's still it's still got a lot of value even though you don't get those releases and you know what xbox also do they go out and they get big third party games as day one games so i really wouldn't be surprised if in their equivalent e3 showcase that happens you know uh the the one that's happening next month Anyway, I wouldn't be surprised if they just come out with, oh, we're getting this day one and this day one to make up that second half of the year lineup. Yeah. You know, these these third party games that exactly. you, that, that may be coming to PlayStation as well, but they're getting it day one to Game Pass. So the, the Game Pass mechanism is still very, very strong and therefore can kind of prop up when their studios do have to delay. Yeah. And I'm... So for me, though, the question this asks, like we've, we're talking about two Bethesda games that have been delayed. And what, there are 19 game studios? 23. I thought there were 23, but... Yeah, 23. Okay. Yeah. Um, Now, one of those is Obsidian. Where the hell is Avowed? Like... Yeah, well, if we don't see some of Avowed uh, Mm. at the the showcase next Mm. month, then I'll be, I'd be really worried because we haven't seen much of a vowed from that initial trailer that looked so 
Skyrim. Yeah. It? it looked so like Elder Scrolls and you're like, oh, wow. Obsidian. Obsidian with an Elder Scrolls type. Oh, this is great. I don't know. Like, we need to see more of that, don't we? Because it could be awesome. It looked awesome. Yeah. And I mean, where's State of Decay 3? Like, Undead Labs oh. is in this. Oh, that got delayed. Fucking hell. It, got, yeah. it definitely got delayed. But yeah. the thing is, that's it's in not trouble. That's in Bethesda. real trouble development. Yes. Real trouble development. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah. yeah. Mm, but I if, mean, Kirk, if, Kirk was, if Kirk was here, he'd be saying, where's Forza Motorsport? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's definitely would. But this is the thing. It's not all on Bethesda and it's not all on Phil Spencer. You've got to be asking, what are these studios doing other than having massive issues, clearly? Um, and I, I think it's harsh to, to criticize Phil Spencer too much uh, mm. because, you know, we're not privy to the plan B. Yeah. We're only privy to plan A falling over. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what's going on in the background. For all we know, some massive third-party game is going to get on Game Pass in in replacing Redfall now. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Um, so you just, you know, uh, I think uh, I think I have a little bit more faith in Xbox now because their Game Pass model has proven that they are serious mm. uh, and they 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 will spend money on this. Um, well, this... And what it does mean is when they start delivering, they're going to get game on game on game on game, I you imagine. Would, yeah, you would years. think there's another packed month coming up at some point, wouldn't you? Um, I would think so. Potentially. But I suppose the reason there's been such a uh, sort of backlash to this is the other news that was revealed, wasn't it? Or further yeah, information this... as opposed to news. Absolutely. Yeah, and this, of course, is PlayStation's PS Plus uh, Game Pass <coughs> equivalent lineup being revealed last week. So, what, we're a week away, roughly, uh, from the initial uh, no, uh, launch? Yes, from the yeah. Asian launch. From the yes. Asian launch, yeah, which is the 24th of May. Japan then get it about a week later. Um, and then I think the Americas 10 days after that, June the 13th. And then we get it pretty much a month from now, on the 23rd of June. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's getting a lot closer, but the initial release is next week in Asia. And because of that, they've given a huge, huge list of the games that are going to be involved. And it's, it is quite impressive, isn't it? I mean, very it's, impressive. Pretty much, it's pretty much every single one of their games, except Last of Us 2, as you, you said to me yesterday, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. So what we've it's, got... It's pretty big. Exactly, yeah. So what, we've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Control Ultimate Edition, Guardians of the Galaxy is coming on there. Apparently at the exact same time it's coming on Game Pass. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, um, God of War. It's already on Game Pass. Uh, ah, is it already? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, nice. yeah, it's already on. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and then, obviously, indies like Celeste, Dead Cells, Hollow Knight, and Outer Wilds are joining it as well. So, I mean, I'd encourage anyone to have a look at this because there are a lot, a lot of oh, games. Oh, it's massive. I mean, like, they're, they're big games of recent times you've got days gone returnal mm-hmm. death stranding demon souls goes to tsushima demon Horizon. Souls, like yeah. it's 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 uh it's massive they haven't obviously got the new horizon because that's uh so what they're not doing is day one yes. big releases but they have got like god of war and all that kind of stuff like they they have pulled out quite a few stops here and they've got that ubisoft plus line that was they? that was the next thing to cover yeah ubisoft plus or classics is being bundled with extra and premium versions of the PS Plus uh, subscription. Yeah. So, I mean, what is it? It's something like uh, 50 games this year? Or 50? I can finally pay Far Cry 3, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, I mean, this uh, this is where Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes in, as well as Watch Dogs, Far Cry 4, um, Children of Light and Steep. There's initial 27 games going to more than 50 by the end of 2022. Yeah. Um, so this no. is just coming into the two upper levels of the tiering as well, isn't it? It's just added. Yes, yeah. And that top tier, that's mm. where the streaming part is, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Uh, that's premium, yeah. So the premium tier, the most expensive, they get streaming of some ps3 and ps vita games is that it i believe so um and Um, that for me they don't appeal as much but some people will love that and i I don't really like streaming games i i do on on handheld i do use game pass for that Mm. but um uh yeah see how that fares but i i think even on that second tier like the second to top tier you're just getting so many games i mean and it's actually it's it's just so weird like a couple of weeks ago we're talking about xbox making acquisitions blah 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 and it all going really 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 well um you've got these big releases coming out xbox they're making great sales uh they're outselling playstation in europe and all this kind of stuff and now you get these delays Mm -hmm. and you get playstation go oh yeah there's our game pass well this is the thing isn't it i think it's i mean it's a tricky one because a lot of playstation players are going to have bought all these games yeah, True. or at True. least a good amount of them. But what you think of is if someone's having to make that decision between an Xbox or a PlayStation and a subscription service attached, as we've talked about yes. before, yes. now you've got this list and you've heard Xbox are delaying this, that's suddenly a really tough question. It closes that gap. So the mm. conversation in the in the game store, which I don't, I don't know who's buying one in a game store, but let's just say, <laughs> let's just imagine the situation. I'm in the game store and I'm saying, oh, which console should I buy? And the person there's going, oh, well, this one comes with Game Pass. Oh, and that's got loads of games. All oh, right, fine. Maybe I will go for an Xbox this time. That no longer is the, the associated conversation, exactly. is it? Like, PlayStation genuinely have something that can give you a lot of games. Yeah. Like, especially if you're buying a system for the first time and you're choosing, mm-hmm. um, you wouldn't you wouldn't have Returnal, Ghosts, Demon's Souls, all that. You won't have all of those. Yeah. And it's like the first Last of Us on there. And I know a lot of these games either come with the PS5, PS Plus stuff, um, like God of War. Mm. But, the, I mean, the fact that, like, Ghost of Tsushima, so I don't like samurai games, but I have always been interested in that. Mm, like, yeah, and I would have, if I'd seen it for 20 quid, yeah, maybe I would, I'd buy it. So there is value in this for me, even on the on the top tier games, because, and I buy every fucking game. Yeah. Can I, so um, this, can, I always want to do this, Ben, but can I just point out that for someone who spends a lot of time playing Souls games and almost exclusively uses a katana of some kind, I really don't get your dislike of Samurai. <laughs> no, because I, I use a katana in basically every... I even yeah. went, even use one in Elden Ring. I yeah. use dual, dual katanas. Exactly. Yeah, I use a katana basically in every Souls game. Yeah, mm-hmm. And their moves are like pretty samurai? much Samurai moves, but he doesn't like Samurai. <laughs> don't know, don't know. It's the setting. I don't know. Just don't get it. Don't get it. Not for me. Trek to Yubi was shit. <laughs> <laughs> but beautiful so yeah fair enough um beautiful but, shit yes yeah but it is it's i mean that's the it. definition the, of polishing a turd wow <laughs> that's that's a strong comment but nice <laughs> didn't expect that to come from my question but okay um yeah. yeah moving forward but yeah i think it is 
where we've got that balance now is that for a new user, it's anyone's game. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this this these couple of weeks could um, have just turned it back in the Sony like mm. tide, hasn't it? It's just changed changed the tides a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, there we go. All right, I'll that, go next. That's your um, cue, Eddie. Yeah, you're the only one. Microsoft's uh, comeback to all that shit that you've talked about. Microsoft <laughs> has plans for an Xbox Series S external disk drive. Finally, the thing we've all been wanting. Um, so this is uh, from Tech Radar. A new pattern suggests Microsoft is designing a system that would allow the Xbox Series S to play physical game discs. Although Microsoft hasn't confirmed the product, the speculative system would enable owners of the digital-only console to convert their physical games into downloadable copies. Um, as spotted by Game Rant, uh, the patent describes a system that would validate your ownership of a physical game before granting you access to its digital version to download online. Um, I'm going to stop reading there before I get accused of going full read mode. You um, definitely did. Oh, that wasn't full read mode. I even stopped halfway <laughs> through the second but You know what, fine. Um... I I'm really excited about this personally. I have an Xbox Series S. I have I still have I traded in a lot of my games, but I think I've got like twelve or so games that I kept either because they were worth less than fifty p, uh, mm. or I just obviously I've loved them so much that I thought you know just keep them around because you, you'll <laughs> find them in forty years time and love it. Um, so I'm over the moon about this. I mean, for example, this week <coughs> I looked up. Um, while in a bit of game limbo, I looked up uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, I found the disc, but obviously I can't fucking play it. So <laughs> this is great news for me, personally. Um, also, it means I can uh, go to the old CEX and buy games and whatnot. So it's probably going to save me a bit of money as well. Uh, what do you guys see? Are you excited about this? Well, it d- depends You know, if it costs you money to do so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the key thing here is, if you add up the price of a Series S and a disk drive, I'm pretty sure it's going to come to a Series X. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of my thought on this oh, as well. Um, and I mean, it just, it's it smacks of that sort of like late edition because you might be able to get some extra money off people who want to play their old games. Yeah, just before physical games kind of go a little bit out of fashion. And, and I, it does give people access to the digital, uh, to um, the secondhand market. So what would be great is if you were bought this as a present. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, like, that would be lovely. That would be lovely. But um, but to spend your own money on it might be a bit. You mean you might as well trade in your Series S and then then get an X. Yeah. Can you do that? How much does that? Do you reckon that'll cost? That's an idea. Uh, I think a Series X is still like four hundred fifty quid. So. Yeah. So it's not an option. Brilliant. Right. <laughs> no, but <laughs> my point is with this disc drive, it's probably going to be like two hundred quid, right? No, Jesus. Do you reckon? I don't, I don't know, man. I think it could be somewhere between 100 and 200. Yeah, because it's going to be a, it's going to be like a, a specialist, because you can't plug in a disk drive to your ass now. Yeah. It's going to be a specialist one. It's a captive market. It's a captive tr- product. It doesn't even fucking play the disk. It just allows you to read that thing to say you own it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's, it, yeah. If it's 50 quid, you go, yeah, okay. That's great, but you can't. I can't imagine Microsoft doing something like that. <laughs> I kind That's of, me I could see them doing that. Uh, I don't I'm, think that's what gonna they're going to do. I'm going to say a hundred quid. There you go. I've put, I've put put my bet down. Oh, you've got right in the middle of where it's on the. Cusp I was going to go eighty, worthwhile. but then I was like, "Well, we are talking about Microsoft, so I've got, I've gone for a safe hundred. 
All right, yeah, if they I'll, did I'll it, take a risk. 80 quid, bam. There. If they did it for 80 quid, then I could see a lot of people going for that. But I think I think a little bit more expensive than that, and you, you go down the rabbit hole of... Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm getting something that's like an X, but graphically yeah. isn't as good and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I reckon it's going to be in that rabbit hole, if I'm honest. But yeah. it is a wait and see. That is a wait and see. Yeah, good. Yeah. And with that, and I that's think, the news. Yeah, I think we're on to the new releases. All right, cool. Um, really week, right? packed week this week. Oh, big, sit big back, week. Relax. I don't know how I'm going to pick my favourite out of these absolute fucking gems. All right, so just, worldies, worldies. <laughs> sit back and enjoy. First one, Cotton Fantasy coming out PlayStation Four Switch, uh, May twentieth. Cotton Fantasy, known as Cotton Rock and Roll in Japan, is a brand new entry in the Cotton series that sees Cotton and Silk embark on adventure, this time in HD graphics and with modernised gameplay, but true to its roots. Um, First of all, I prefer the Japanese name, Cotton Rock and Roll. I think that sounds quite Mm. cool, doesn't it? Much better, Um, yeah. Yeah, this is like a 2D arcade style. It's, uh, to our listeners uh, who are 100 years old like me, it looks like Wings of War that you could play on the Sega Mega Drive. That was a <laughs> fucking game and a half. It's got the same mechanics, uh, but this is clearly aimed at what I can imagine as Japanese children, as in young children, because, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, it, it looks bad. What do you guys think? No, I'm with you on... It looks bad. Um, I, I honestly couldn't find many redeeming features with this one when I saw it. It was tough, wasn't it? Especially when it was so in your face. Um, it was. It was. Yeah. It was tough to even watch. To be honest. Mm. So when I, mean, when I when I saw this game as the first one, then I just scanned down the list to see if I recognised any names of any other games. I was like, "Oh, we're in for a week." <laughs> it's such a bad game that it makes you doubt the rest of the week. That's how yeah. bad this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spoilers, though, Ben. Spoilers. Come on now. We need uh, to. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, it could, we could be in for oh, worldies. Absolute worldies. Right. So, uh, <laughs> spoilers. That's my favorite game this week. Um, no, the endless summer. The search for surf coming out on PC and Xbox is May twentieth. Open world two player. <clears throat> 3D surfing physics game. Learn to surf, explore the islands by land or jet ski, find new surf spots, challenge your friends to a contest. Um, God. (laughs) The animations and the general look of this game are awful. And I mean awful. I mean, I reckon like someone has knocked this up in an afternoon. It just looks... Horrendous. There are so many, like the gameplay I've seen, it's buggy, it's glitchy, like sometimes you just would fall through the floor. It's honestly like someone has quickly, someone's gone, oh, your assignment's due in tomorrow. Oh, what Mm -hmm. is it? Oh, I've got to make a game. And they've just quickly done it and thrown it in. It looks like one of those games that you play on a website that would have slime football. Yes. yes, I tell you though, what actually got me. So this week I've been I've been playing Surviving Mars, oh, and yeah. obviously obviously on that you're looking down at it from on high down on your colony, and if you zoom right in, you can see the little animated figures doing their things. And this game looks like those tiny animated figures that you look at for five seconds in a thirty-hour playthrough. <laughs> That's the level Lovely. they've gone to with it, and the animations are pretty similar. They saw well. Surviving My- Mars and went, "We can do that." 
Yeah, we can do we, this we can, can 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 without really, any of the detail. <laughs> we can I hit think that the level. reason why people play Surviving Mars is to watch the tiny little people do their actions. Let's <laughs> yeah. make a game, boys. You don't know. We need a poll on that. We don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, fuck me. Jesus. Right, moving on to Soda Crisis, coming out on PC May 24th. Soda Crisis is a fast-paced, <coughs> side-scrolling shooter game. You play a mysterious character of unknown origin, equipped with advanced high-tech gears and fierce combating skills. Definitely the chosen one for his rescue mission. Um, the visuals, atmosphere, music, and sound effects do seem really good. Um... I'm not into these type of games, but I, I I think for what they've done is really good. Actually, what do you guys think? I think it looks and like um, I think it looks excellent. Oh, uh, like, good. Well, uh, good. Yeah, despite despite saying that it's a terrible week, this one called Soda Crisis mm. and the one with the worst on name. PC, <laughs> yeah, t- terrible name and only on PC. Yeah, it, it looks bloody good actually as a as a side scrolling kind of like shooter. It looks very Devolver Digital. Doesn't it? Does. it looks, it yeah. looks like it's yeah. real high polish, good graphics, real poppy. Looks mm-hmm. lovely. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, an, it's an odd one though because I remember this one on being mentioned on Steam ages ago, and the fact that it had <coughs> setbacks in development and stuff. Mm. So interested to see when they actually intended to release it, and then the fact that it's come along now looking this good. It's like, yeah, yeah, suggest they've recovered well. It does. Um, honestly, I, I, like when I was listening to the music and listening to the uh, sound effects, I was like, "Fucking hell, this is like a proper game," you know. Yeah. And you don't yeah. think about that about a little developer um, on a mm. PC release only. Um, yeah. But there is a demo as well, so if you are interested in it, um, then you can download a demo for free on Steam. Um, there's a demo. Next there. one, uh, my time at Sandrock coming out on PC May twenty sixth. Travel to the de- desert. I was gonna say desert community. That is a place I want to live. Uh, travel to the desert community of Sandrock and take on the role of fledgling builder. Use your trusty tool set to gather resources, construct machines, and turn your rundown workshop into a well-oiled production facility to save the town from the jaws of economic ruin. Um, when I read, read this blurb, I got really excited, and then I typed it in, and oof, was I let down. Um, mm. This looks like a little cartoon uh, house builder, um, but it does have like mini games as well, so you can do like races, and there's some combat mechanics. Uh, there's like the dancing mini games that we've seen in other games recently, um, and things like that. If if it's your type of game, um, this could be quite fun. Um, but to me, it yeah. looks like a pile of crap. So I um I didn't quite clock this when I was looking at it earlier. Mm. Uh, I thought similarly to you, Eddie. So um, yeah, for similarly, and the same with the if it's your type of game kind of thing. But um, this is actually a continuation of my time at Portia, which indeed. is actually a very successful game. Mm. Um, and it was on Game Pass for some time. It's been on Switch, and yeah, just really successful kind of farming town builder kind type sim uh and it came out just after animal crossing i think uh, my time at portia this was um i think supposed to be a dlc and it's actually just got a full kind of mainline sequel release uh so if you liked my time at portia then this could be for you Hmm. there you go 
Aiden Trumpy? No, nothing at all. Covered it well. <laughs> Wouldn't touch this game with a barge pole. <laughs> there we go. I needed an opinion, I got one. Um, last one, Sniper Elite 5 coming out on PC, PlayStations, Xboxes, May 26th. It's also coming to Game Pass Day 1. The award-winning series returns as Carl Fairburn fights to uncover Project Kraken in 1944 France. Uh, the genre-defining authentic sniping with enhanced kill cam has never looked or felt better as you fight across immersed maps, immersed maps, immersive maps to stop the Nazi war machine in its tracks. They love going down the Nazi route in these sniper leagues. Really do, they? yeah. Really like that. Um, so yeah, this is uh, if you've never played one of these, it's like a sniper story game. I've always been <coughs> interested in these uh, because the gameplay, the amount of times. Uh, these kind of clips come across my gaming reels that I watch um, and it always looks like good fun I love like sneaking and I love sniping um, but these games to me all seem one dimensional, I, I have looked into this and, and you can customise your gun which you guys know very well, I'm quite yeah. quite, <laughs> I enjoy doing oh, it yeah. what, what did he do one time to a gun and played 74 hours or something yeah, Freeman Guerrilla Warfare you can no, <laughs> You could change like a, a bits of your gun, yeah. Yeah, Chuck you could have a scope. And that. Great so game. seventy hours went into it. Yeah, <laughs> didn't get out of level one. Seventy-four hours of changing his gun. Oh, that's great fun. ridiculous! They complained about the game not being good enough. Seventy-four hours. <laughs> what the fuck? How many hours do you want? <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway. Yeah, already. You guys gonna? You know what? Because it's coming to Game Pass. Game Pass, because uh, it's coming to Game Pass, I reckon I'll actually play this, because it's one of those games I've always wanted to play, but there's always been a, a medium price tag on it, which has made me go, I'm probably not going to play it for that, that many hours, though. So, are you yeah. guys excited, or you don't care? I, c- I could play this, because yeah. we're in that kind of lull of games at the moment, aren't we? Are, we? Yeah. Yes. So, yes. I could I could definitely give this uh, give this a go. And the... And, I hate to point out, but there have been four previous Sniper Elites. <laughs> I knew that so, was going to come up. <laughs> so, My God. This is bound to be good. Yeah. It's I bound mean, to be good. The only issue I always have with this is it's not going to be the authentic sniping experience. You're not going to be hiding in a bush for two days to line up a shot that you probably miss. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, come on, just be realistic with it. But I do like the way the camera changes. I think they've got some really interesting um, sort of bullet time equivalent stuff. Going on. Yeah, and they've got good. Um, basically, the, the, their whole thing are two things: one's bullet time, and one's the bullet mechanics. So, yeah, it won't be a matter of just when you shoot someone; it doesn't just shoot someone. The bullet goes like through them, and mm. it goes it like ricochets off the bones or whatever, and it it might even go into the the person next to him and stuff like that. And like like one of the, I, th- I think it's either this one or the one before has got a mission on it where you have to shoot them in the balls and you can obviously see it go into the testicles and stuff. <laughs> that Sorry. is a strange USP. But you, know. a, well, you just said that so casually. Like, oh, and they've got this ball mission where you, you know, shoot them in the balls. What? what? That's not... In close-up going through the testicle. That's never been a mission that somebody's just... Oh, a genre it's, of mission. This is a normal World War II mission, you know? It's genre-defining yeah. authentic sniping if in the balls. If you've got a Nazi game, you need to have have a mission where you shoot hit in the balls. That's not authentic sniping. Nobody's aiming for the <laughs> center of mass. Hey, you don't, how you did Hitler? <laughs> how did Hitler <laughs> end true. up with one testicle? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I mean, we're we're going into also if you've got if you've now. got a heat scope, surely it's one of the warmest parts on the body. So I mean, there you, you go. Know. You see it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Fair play. Right. Yeah. So so you have to aim for it. 
<laughs> I mean, it's definitely not, but you know, we'll pretend. Um, but no, much like, much like Ben and Samurai, like Nazis, World War II, uh, nah, no interest at all in the setting. It's really it's overdone, said. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so played out, it's beyond belief. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that Nazi zombie game that's, that there's had like four games of? Wolfenstein? No, not no. that. That's also oh. good. That's that is a Nazi zombie <laughs> game. <laughs> that's also good. But there's one called like Z- Nazi zombies or something. Like no, it's right. great name. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's really on the nose. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to play that now. We've talked about Sniper Elite. Uh, yeah. There is a mission in that where you shoot Hitler in the balls. Right. <laughs> you don't, don't know. know. If I'm lying or not, do you? <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's idea. a mission genre now. It's a mission <laughs> genre. <laughs> um, I will also end with uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2 has come to Game Pass today, as I mentioned. Um, also, Vampire Survivors is coming to PC Game Pass on the 19th of May, quite interestingly. Um, yeah. I will end with my... Um, my favourite game of the week has got to be because of the atmosphere and everything else is Soda Crisis coming out on PC. Um, yeah. Might give that a try. Who who would have thought a game called Soda Crisis? Yeah, especially mm. when I, I remember reading, because I quickly read through them all, I read through the blurb, and then I remember like reading that, that one about the workshop going, oh, that's going to be good. And then I remember reading Sniper Elite 5 and going, oh, maybe they'll have like a cool mechanic where you like have a base and stuff. And to come out of all this saying Soda Crisis is by far the best game is, is weird. Mm. Despite the genre-defining ball sniping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I, mean, I celebrate no. you for the choice as well. Yeah, yeah. but you, you don't you don't you don't congratulate a game for including it. You you criticize a game uh, if it doesn't have it. Oh, so. you expect it. Okay, <laughs> I understand. Right, yeah. Absolutely. The biggest problem with uh, twenty forty two, I mean, come on. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. That's why it was slammed. Yes. Yeah. That's why Eddie stopped playing. Yeah. You can hijack a plane in midair, but you cannot under any circumstances shoot <laughs> someone in the testicles. That's when the DLC to come out. <laughs> That's where it is. That's where they put it. The hit <laughs> <laughs> but oh. that's them new releases yes right. indeed and I guess we're on to what we've been playing and it it's kind of fitting that we've mentioned a couple of times gaming limbo and mm-hmm. sort of not knowing what to do because that's where I've been this week guys um, I jumped back into Cricket 22 for a bit um, to try and get into that career mode I mentioned on my review a couple yep. of weeks ago and it is fun but in fact, it's yeah, it's it's definitely an enjoyable career mode, but it has the problem of once you get even slightly bored of this game, it's dead to you. Like a lot right, of the sports okay. games for me, um, you know, FIFA, you'll play or I would play religiously for like three weeks, four weeks, a bit longer, and then it would just die and be gone. Yeah, that is sports games, isn't it? Yeah, like, and Cricket Twenty Two yeah. is no different on that. I'm going to object here. I. I mean, I agree with all of the sports games, but I keep on coming back to the golf. I play, I reckon I play mm. only half an hour, but half an hour every day, I reckon. Interesting. I'll just jump on and I'll play that is a very, very good game. Is that your Rocket uh, League slot? Though? It kind of is, yeah, it, yeah. But I still do jump on Rocket League. So, I, you know what, I, I'll be honest with you, like at lunchtime, I'll jump on, I'll play half an hour of um, golf, and then I'll play like three games of uh, Rocket League. It'll be like my nice relaxing game that I kind of play just to have fun and then I go, oh, go on then, let's play a bit of competitive stuff Mm. Uh, and then drop a Rocket League. So, yeah, Yeah. I I recommend that if you can't get into a game of a casual. I get what you mean about that. I feel that with FIFA though. Like I could play about four or five games of FIFA and then that's me and I'm so bored. 
Yeah, and that and uh, that's it. This, I mean, I did actually go back to this um, on Sunday and played a game of it. So maybe it is just that kind of game. It's just like pick up, play one game through, and then leave it again. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was going to hold me more than that when I first started it. And yeah, it is the lie sports games tell me that I will be held, and then I'm just not. Um, so that was disappointing. So I dive yeah. back into uh, very go quickly. On. Go on. You know what it might be? It might be the setting. So. When I, I always try and jump back into FIFA and I always play career mode because I like the whole, the outside yeah. of the game, I love it, like the buying of players, you know, keeping good mm. people, getting getting that youngster in and seeing them develop. But the fact that I, I if I play like five games in a row, I go, it's the same pitch that I'm staring at. Mm. So probably on the, your yeah. cricket game, I yeah. assume it's the same kind of setting. I think maybe with my golf is different because you play, you know, like these 30 different courses. Yeah, but well, maybe yeah, that's, that's true. It can, I think yeah, it could yeah, be, it and I think up. maybe cricket suffers a little bit as well because of its nature as a sport. So you go into the career mode, and you obviously want to pick an all-rounder because then you're in more of the game. You bowl right. and bat; it's going to be better. But the problem is because you're one of the weaker players at the start, you're coming in lower down the order as a batsman. So in the short format, you might not bat at all. Mm. Like in, a, in an entire match, you might not bat. That's kind of that's not ideal. Um, and then bowling, if you have one bad over, you might not bowl again for a while because it does pick that up. Jesus. Um, cool. So you can end up, I mean, unfortunately, I've turned into a really good bowler, which is annoying because I don't actually like bowling anywhere near as much as batting. So <laughs> it means I go into a game and if it's like the T20 short games, it's like, oh, yeah, you didn't ne- get needed to bat. And it's like, ah, so now I've just got to bowl instead. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> so it may be the nature of the sport doesn't help this one either. Um but I thought actually having your own player to develop was going to be really interesting. And so far it is. It's the gameplay that kind of is lacking. Yeah. It doesn't hold you in as much because you're not all, you don't know what you're going to get to do each time. Well, you had a good few hours though, didn't you? Definitely. I probably got somewhere between six and 10 hours out of this. So lovely. nothing, nothing wrong there at all. Um, and I probably will dive back in just for a random, I want to go have a hit now and again, you know? So hmm. yeah. There's some things. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, I did dive back into Surviving Mars, which that was a bit <coughs> accidental. Um, you know, it was just like, oh, there's been a new update. That means there's some interesting stuff in there. I'll dive in and suddenly you're 150 souls through a playthrough and you've been looking at it for eight hours. And you're like, oh, God, OK, I'm here again. So that's been the story of my week, really, there. It's just it got taken over by Surviving Mars. Right. Mm. Yeah. Oh, uh, as a side on the... Um when we mentioned FIFA, uh, mm-hmm. we didn't put it in news or in quick news, but uh, yeah, FIFA will no longer be called FIFA. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. yeah we've kind of glossed over that, haven't we? It's yeah, pretty huge news. EA Sports <laughs> FC, isn't it? Like, Yeah, and today, Take Two, the owners of Rockstar, mm. uh, did something and said like uh, how how much they admired the FIFA brand or something. So <laughs> yeah. who knows? Who knows? Rockstar or somebody that Take Two own could be looking into a FIFA game in the near future mm. um, shall I go next because Ben's probably well Ben has got a goodie isn't he so yeah you've got a goodie as well though so yeah, I have to um, hear it, yeah I mean I've been off for two weeks really I, I was playing that um, is it called Solar Gen or whatever it's called Let yeah me minimize yeah. on my windows to see what it says on the thing Solar Gene Solar Gen yes yeah, Solar Gene yeah, yeah um, I was playing that for a while um, but then like all things, I compared it to RimWorld, which was my biggest mistake. Yeah. Uh, so obviously I went and started playing RimWorld. You know what I was thinking is, 
the problem with every single sort of colony management slash city builder is I always compare it to RuneWorld. And, Ben, this fits very nicely into what you were saying earlier. Is Oh, no, sorry, what you were saying in last week's pop. Sorry, it's because I was listening to it today. <laughs> is um, It's comfortable to play RuneWorld. I know exactly what I'm doing. So, like, yeah. I can log in. I know where I am. I know what's going to happen. So it's very comfortable. So I think it's going to be... It's going to take, like, the best game of all time for me to choose that over RimWorld again. No. I think it's going to have to take a game with easy mechanics that are better on the eyes, um, that's fun to play, and I I don't think that's yeah. ever going to happen. Easy but deep mechanics, which is a really hard balance yeah. to strike, isn't it? Like- yeah, yeah, exactly, because it, like every game, like if I get round to... If I, if I quickly pick it up, then I go, well, that's not deep, like RimWorld has this and it has that. Mm. Um, but if it's too complicated, then... Oh, it takes me a long time to get there, and then before I know mm. it, my brain's going. You could be playing Rimworld right now. Mm. Well, um, I mean, look at and I mean, look at examples like look at Stellaris. That's incredibly deep, but mm. not easy at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, not at all. And that doesn't have it. And things like Surviving Mars, it's really easy in theory, mm. but the moment it goes wrong, it can spiral, and it's sort of <laughs> and it doesn't look this. And you don't get sorry, you don't get the same sort of up close look as you do in Rimworld. Yeah. Which is the difference. So there's always something missing, isn't it? Yeah, you need that up close, you know, watching those little animations go. Yeah, that's what you need. You need to see their mood turn. If only there was a game that you could zoom in and watch someone surf that. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, the game I've been playing this week is This War of Mine Final Cut. Um, mm. 11-bit studios developer. Um, it came out, at, the Final Cut actually came out in May this year, which is crazy. Mm. Um, but no, the, this war, uh, this war of mine came out in November 2014. Um, it's a game that I think I played the demo of like ages ago. Um, but I never got round to buying. Um, for the, for our listeners who have never heard of it, it's like a wartime survival game, uh, where you control like several civilians. Um, yeah, kind of during, during wartime, really. Um, it's kind of a, is it a two and a half D? Is that what they call it? Um, yeah, I'd say it's two and a half D. Yeah, two D, two point two D. It's like that side scroll, but then it kind of it it doesn't go as quickly in the background, so it kind of looks like two and a half D. If you know what I mean. Mm, yes. um, but yeah, uh, so the whole game ha- kind of focuses around survival elements. Um, it has base building, it has colony management, technically, it has crafting, it has <coughs> trading. So it kind of is my perfect kind of game. Um, it has what they call, and I was going to say it was going to have like dark aesthetics. They call it a charcoal stylized athlete. Yeah, it looks like that. Aesthetic. I know, no, I I know the word, I just gave up. Um, So, yeah, it looks amazing. It sounds, uh, the sound effects, the, the. Atmosphere, everything just is really, really well done. Whoever's made this game is knows what they're doing. Um, the day and night cycle is brilliant. The daytime you kind of build your own stuff and whatnot, and at nighttime you go out and and scavenge, which is a whole other game in itself, um, where you kind of you know try and find things. Um, I am loving it. I, I knew I would. I remember doing research for this, you know, like fucking seven years ago. Um, and I remember thinking this is going to be a really cool game. Um, I'm really, really enjoying it because there are moments where I've gotten so close to someone dying um, and you just find that perfect ingredient in, in your scavenging mission and 
and you just kind of sigh of relief. Um, yeah. Here's the thing is, I, I don't think it's going to keep me because, like, everything that I'm doing now, I feel like that's the rest of the game. Um, and I know this sounds kind of bad, but I don't think that's going to hold me for much longer. Um, you know, kind of doing the same thing all the time. But mm. having said that, I've already done like three playthroughs. I've already like started again because I've gone, oh, I, sh- oh, I didn't know food was that important, or oh, I didn't know trading that away was a bad idea and stuff like that. So it does take you a few goes, doesn't it, to know what's important? Because <laughs> yeah. as soon as you don't know what's important, you're dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Food was my first mistake. I was like, "Oh, it's fine. I'll just trade away this can." Holy shit, that was a mistake. Poor Sarah <laughs> yeah. didn't see that coming. <laughs> a quarter of that cat food. <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I mean, it won fucking loads of awards. So I'm not alone in thinking this game is very, very good. Um, Interestingly, this game is on the education syllabus in Poland as a uh, on the reading list. So to play the game, so it's actually on the school reading list. Jeez, <laughs> don't go it's to dark, school in it? Poland. That's dark. Um, my 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 experience of this game is it's very hard, isn't it? It's a brutal game. Yes. yes. Um, and like you think things are going well, and they just take a turn, and then somebody just comes in and shanks your guy to death, <laughs> and then that's the end of it. Yeah, all right, everyone's fucking dead then. Great. Oh, during the night he got shanked to death. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it, it's clearly very challenging, and they've obviously done that on purpose. Like it but, is, uh, it is. That's kind I think of I fun, made, really. It is like I, I, I think, I think I was doing really well, and then I kind of made a decision where I was like, okay, this guy's quite sick and weak, but I really need to go out, so we're gonna go out and and scavenge anyway. We no defense, nobody. Oh right, somebody broke in, shanked the guy. <laughs> He's dead. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes you make uh, tough decisions as well, you know. Like when someone's really sick and you your limited food, you go, maybe I'm not going to feed him today. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, it does make you make tough decisions. Really good. Yeah, it's a really interesting game, and it's not. I know it's on Game Pass now. It's also not that expensive on other platforms as well. So, just really, really interesting game. Yeah. Do you think? Here's here's a question. Do you think that they made it really hard because the length of what the game is is not that long. So they've, I, they've done it on yeah. purpose so that you either fail or you replay. I think that's a really good point because mm. your point earlier of saying, like, this is kind of it, mm. I think you're. that's how I felt as well. Um, and I know you can, like, upgrade all the stuff in your place and yeah. all that kind of shit. And But it, it did have the feeling of this is kind of the game and, yeah. and it is a survival in this small environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised the the brutality of it. And it also, it's symbolic, isn't it? Like it's all, I, I like what it did. I, I really appreciate what it did as a game. Yes. What it went for. Oh, absolutely. Like the, like the whole aesthetic of it is, is so well done. Um, yeah. Was it in, I must've been in game of the years contender. I imagine it would have been in certain quarters, yeah. I, I imagine it, it would have been. Especially with an original release of November 2014. Like, it would have must have been a prominent indie game back then. Yes. Oh, God, I'm so, actually looking it up now. So, uh, yeah, it would, it would have been a top-tier indie game. Ooh, I'm actually having a casual sure. look as well. Just to work <laughs> out. Yeah. Oh, God, Dragon Age Inquisition got the fucking win. Ugh, God. <laughs> oh, come on. Poor combat. 
Mm. It's a it's a okay game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's me. Um, I okay. might carry on be playing it, but I've also bought uh, Destiny. Not Destiny. Fuck me. Um, fuck me. Tom Clancy's The Division Two. Um, oh, yeah. which I've already played and completed uh, a few years back, and I loved it. But I saw... Um, I, oh, that's right, I wanted Wildlands, saw that it was really expensive, uh, and obviously I can't get it from my fucking CD. Um, <laughs> and then I saw Division 2 was on so much sale that it was down to £3, and I was like, that's that's an Eddie price to buy twice. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've got that, so I'm probably going to dip into that at some point this week. Lovely. Um... So I've been playing a new game. Um, it's in early access. <clears throat> it's called Achilles Legends Untold. Mm-hmm. And it was in our new releases last week. I think Pete and I, we both liked the look of it, didn't we? We did, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's um, an isometric looter action RPG, uh, which is kind of... it. It's kind of like a cross between Dia- uh, Diablo and Dark Souls. Definitely Dark Souls. Um, set in classical ancient Greek times uh, at the Sack of Troy. So uh, you play Achilles. So like the name would suggest. Um, so yeah, again, early access. Uh, I'm actually about halfway through making a video on my first impressions. I hope to get that up the other day, but didn't quite manage it. Uh, so it should be up soon. Uh, you get the prologue, which is part of the Sack of Troy, um, which artistic license is... Uh, you land on the beach of Troy and then you're sacking it like straight away. So, <laughs> you know, the, the 10 year difference in those two events, it doesn't matter. The, the game just goes, nah, don't worry about it. Um, so you you, uh, you get that and then you get the first level as well, first area. Um, and I think there's going to be, I think there's five. I think there's going to be five areas, five levels in the in the full game. Uh, yeah. But despite that, make no mistake, there, there's, there's loads of content here. It's it's really good uh, for the price as well that it came out. It's thirteen pound. That's what I paid for it, mm. um, and that's a good support. I think I think that's a good price to support the developers and on their year journey to getting this game out. I think uh, uh, I, th- I think that's a fair reflection. There should be some updates coming very very quickly. You'd think. Um, so to to just go into it, the combat it feels very very clunky at first, mm. which to me is a sign of a great game. Um, because a game like a game like this which is if it's a souls like game and the combat is clunky you're like "Ah, okay okay and then it starts to grow on you and then it becomes very methodical and you stop thinking of it as clunky and start thinking of it as like purposeful yes Uh, and I there would be two schools on this to say oh is it a bit laggy like input laggy is it a bit clunky but i actually i think no it's more of the uh more of the uh, methodical side but it is classic dark souls light and heavy attacks you've got a you've got a dodge as well as a roll mm-hmm. um but with these games i think early access you can only really tell if the combat is that good when you get to the harder bosses and the harder levels don't you like yeah before then, you can't you can't tell as much, but yeah, already you've got to get past the gear checks, haven't you? And just kind of yeah, yeah, exactly. But but this this game's no joke. Like it is difficult from the outset. It's mm-hmm. not hack and slash like that. That initial prologue area, you're basically given Achilles at full tilt. You're given like everything, all nice. all the bells and whistles, all the health, like, everything you could do, all the moves, mm. blah blah blah. But when you get into like level one, um, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's no hack and slash. Oh boy, um, it's it's as I've said, it's a souls like. So you got your bonfires, which are shrines. You respawn there. You level up there. When you die, you can pick up your souls or whatever they're called in this game. Um, standard type stuff. A little bit of deviation in terms of like you go to a shrine, you have to kill all the enemies in that area to kind of activate that shrine, which is a bit different from Dark Souls, where you're just sprinting towards the nearest bonfire. Um, <laughs> And it's also got Diablo kind of looter stuff. So it's got like side cellars and stuff where you go down off the beaten track and get items and or you 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 get this chest somewhere. You're like, oh, that's a fucking great new axe or something. Fantastic. Mm. So uh, it has got that good feeling to it. It's, and the amount of items in this game that you're picking up and like Nectar of the Gods and all this kind of stuff, it feels very, very Elden Ring, like in terms of, just sheer number of different types of item um okay. it's got your it's got your classic like um uh you know like your souls of varying things where you can consume to get more souls mm. and but it's got so many items that you don't really know what they do and you're picking up and you're going okay this is early access and it's there seems to be loads here and when you're leveling up like the skill tree very very vast and it's okay this it's basically like you know when you're clicking adding one to health or something in Elden Ring. Yeah. But it's in this sprawling kind of star constellation. <laughs> it's very well put together. Looks very, very nice. Um, yeah, so it, it it has has a very good feel to it. And not only that, the the music and um, the... Yeah, the music is very good throughout. Okay. The graphics are okay. Mm. Uh, they're pretty, pretty decent. So I... I played it on PC. It's only on PC at the moment. I ran it with recommended the recommended specs. So my graphics card, etc., is just the recommended that they have for this. And it ran okay. Some frame drops in the open world, etc. Um, but when I when I because initially it loads me up as epic graphics, and then I tail it back to medium. I didn't really notice any difference. Like it was <laughs> okay. It was weirdly yeah. kind of similar throughout. So I don't I don't know. But uh, but I thought of you, Pete, when uh, in during the prologue, you can you can literally do the Achilles trademark move when oh. he killed Bagrius and yeah. <laughs> when he tried to do it on Hector. Yeah, you just you can run and press R two, and mm. he will do that move. Awesome. You're like, wow, that's fucking cool. But you have to earn it during the during the game, so you don't yeah. have it in like the next level and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I was. I was quietly impressed with this game because it was difficult. Don't get me wrong. Like, and there there are hours of content here, and I genuinely think that this this could be a little cult game when it when it comes out in full. And I'd be really interested if it got released on console. Yeah, um, that was my thought. Actually, it was console would suit this. Um, I think it would because it's hard to get a game like this necessarily off the ground totally just mm. on PC. Yeah, and I mean. The questions that came to me when we looked at this for last week were things like, what's the enemy variety like? Because well, yes, yes. This, yeah. mm, were you about to come that, to this anyway? Well, I, <laughs> when you said that, like, it, it's a weird one because when you're playing it, you don't really, might, because they mix it up enough between like the soldiers or the wolves or the, the mm. you've got weird fucking things in the forest. And like, they, they actually vary up quite a bit. These crab things, where the fuck are they coming from? But yeah, I've seen so, those in the, in the videos. Uh. Yeah. So there is enough, because I was worried at the start because the prologue and then the first part of like the next, mm. the level 
they've got skeletons and stuff which is weird but then you get out of that you're kind of in the, this the open land place and it kind of looks kind of everything looks quite sandy and dusty as it mm. would it's true yeah. Yeah. um <laughs> so you know the, 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 that area of the world the turkey and stuff it's, it's sandy um so yeah I, I don't know but then then it takes you to like forests and you do a little bit there's there's the underworld type stuff and then the skeleton and, then, and it, you're like wow okay you are varying it quite up quite a bit so i am i am uh hopeful that there is actually quite a bit of variety um yeah. but it, because it's early access you kind of give it a pass on a lot of this stuff um and I have seen on Steam, like I looked at the comments on Steam and it, it's got mixed reviews so far. A lot of people are talking about the combat and stuff. But my my view on it is that you don't know how good the combat is until you get more of the game. And secondly, this is a Souls game. And can you imagine going back to like Dark Souls 1? Mm. You can imagine people like who are just looking at something early access. Because a Souls game, I think you have to invest so much time and, and like energy into to have it in early access and just play it a bit, you go like, nah, shit. You know? <laughs> do, do, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think, I think it's a hard, it's hard to have a souls like in early access and to get really positive reviews. Yes. Um, yeah. And this is the thing. It's getting very mixed reviews so far. Um, yeah. And I think that is potentially because early access souls is risky. Yes. Like heavily so. risky. And and this this combat is definitely more Dark Souls one and Dark Souls two, but this is an isometric format like viewpoint. So remember, mm. it look it's got that kind of Diablo viewpoint. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it is different in that respect. But yeah, I I think that that may be something, and the combat may not stand the test of time. But at the moment, I think that's it's quite a good price to support the developers for this game and see where it goes. Okay. Uh, yeah, and 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 lastly, what I've been playing, uh, I've been playing No Man's Sky again. <laughs> nice. We are all yeah. in gaming limbo a bit, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, so I'm not going to say much on it. I'm just going to say if you haven't played it in a few years, maybe go back because I haven't played it in a few years, and I've gone back and it feels fresh, feels structured, feels very very good. Uh, the third person view, lovely. Uh, I'm playing it in handheld as well. Yeah, awesome. Um, I- I'm playing it uh, on Xbox Cloud. Ben, what's the, I've always thought about going back. What's the um, what's like the noticeable differences? So for me, because I played originally, yeah. um, the the structure from the start is so much better. Yeah. The immediately it thrusts you into not just building a little shack, but now it's like ah, there's so much potential here. They got the teleporters straight away and stuff. It's just like okay, mm-hmm. you, you're showing me that there are ways to move around more quickly and to actually enjoy this game. And, and just, it seemed more brutal back in the day, mm, Like the game yeah. isn't that brutal now. <laughs> like it, no. it actually seems really enjoyable just to, I could just load it up and just, I, that's why I don't mind playing on the one X player. Cause I'm playing in handheld. You don't have to be that exact with your controls. Even it's just, mm. it's a lot. It just seems a lot less brutal than it ever was. And I a mean, bit more direction. <laughs> the death planets will still get you, but the direction is yeah. definitely increased. And the building options are massive now, aren't they? Like, yeah, they are. And I haven't got to any of the good stuff, Eddie. Like all of the, yeah. uh, you've probably played way more of the DLCs than I've ever done. So I like I would like to get involved in like the underwater building and stuff like that, mm. like kind of subnautica kind of esque. But you, uh, you know what really put me off the game is, and it's the same with all my games, like even that Imperium game, which I swear by, is when you build your big 
like building and everything. I know that you had your workers, didn't you? Ages ago when I played it, you had your like. Yes, I think there was three them, yeah. of them where mm-hmm. they came and yeah. they worked in your base, but they literally just sat behind the fucking counter and they did yeah. nothing. So it all felt dead. Like my whole place just felt dead, and it felt like when I was going there, it was literally just because I needed to do something. Do you know if there's like something so, there? Like so, can... I played. I played even before you, Eddie, when it literally yeah. was dead. And <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised on this planet that I'm on. I just like was roaming around, and there was this fuck off like trade place with a like, yeah. building that I climbed the stairs. What you you might that might have been when you were playing anyway. But I was very like I could talk to people there, and I didn't have to go into a space station in space to do that. Mm-hmm. There were just people there that I could talk to trade would get some like dialect stuff and and then the ships are going off and like ships are overhead and all just on the planet i was like oh this is so much better than i remember yeah you can essentially build your own trade port on a planet apparently so you'll have trade ships coming to your base and all sorts awesome Um, that's the kind of thing yeah i've been i've been considering the animals actually actually attacked me now like again Mm. i played no man's sky literally at the original yeah. point of it coming out. So mm. I was one of those diehards that got a PS4 to play this game because I was like, fuck it, I don't care what people say. Mm. I, I'm, I'm playing this game. And I played a shit ton of it when there was nothing to do. <laughs> just fly so, around. Yeah, yeah. And I, See, I, I really loved just mm. flying around. Did you play when the freighters were involved? <laughs> that, that's already? a cool mechanic. I played when the freighters were there. That's yeah, a really no, cool because- mechanic. Because it's kind of, that's the thing I want to go back and do is actually take the time to set up a freighter, build it out, build it as a base that flies with you. Um, Yeah, no, I I didn't really have any of that. And Mm. when I went into space, but I'm not even sure whether there's anybody at the space stations. Mm, Quite possibly. At the beginning, I think it was just the vendors, wasn't it? Yeah, or like some alien AI that you could... Yeah, Yeah. it's just the vent... Like, uh, I don't know. Like, it was so bare bones, but I still just loved the concept of it. I still Mm. felt it was incredible. Mm. Um, But now it seems like genuinely a good game. And as I said, the animals attack you. Like, that didn't happen originally. Uh, But now you can't move without something trying to eat you. Mm. What's the hub place called, Ben? Because that must have been an interesting one for you when you turned up there. Uh, Well, I... I've only played I've only played like a few hours this week so like I'm mm. I'm yet to do an awful lot so I'm just still on my planet because there's so much to do there now like it just because the tutorial element I'm really impressed by because mm. it's very it's very handholdy like do this do that oh now you can make a teleporter go get a thing yeah. research this like build this stuff oh now you can teleport Here, here's your thing okay mm. wonderful now set up this build this shelter here and stuff it's just really nice like and then you then you go exploring a bit and mm. then you come across something like I just said. Like, I just, yeah, I I'm, I think it's just such a nice casual game because what I've been yearning for is just a, a casual game. Yeah. Mm. Like, this might be your one, but this might be it. Because if it you haven't be. found the um, the central player hub, that's going to be an interesting one for you as well. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so much you could do now that you could do co-op stuff. And like, yeah, there's like, there's so much going on. Mm. And it, this is just a completely different game. Like When I was playing, it was first person, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it was only first person back at the start. Yeah, so it's, mm. it's uh, yeah. I all all I say is, if you haven't gone back in years, have a go. It's on yeah. Game Pass. I think you've encouraged me to. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm still tempted to anyways. Mm. This could end up being a very boring month, guys, where we each talk about No Man's Sky. <laughs> What's the <laughs> um? I, I think, I've definitely got it on something, so maybe on Xbox. Um, but what uh, is it on Game Pass? It is, isn't it? It's yeah, on it's PC Game Pass. Game Pass as well, yeah. It's Ooh. on. Uh, yeah, it's on PC Game Pass and it's on console Game Pass. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I have a follow up question to that. Do you know, uh, like, because it's all about the MP- uh, NPCs. It's all about the DLCs, isn't it? Do, do they do they come included or yeah, do they they'll count as they'll the be in it because they're all free updates. They yes. they weren't paid right, for, yeah, they so will. they'll all be in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh bloody hell! That sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that pretty much is. Well, That's there it. we go. We, what a what a lovely what we've been playing with is. Sort of quite interesting things as much as anything. Yeah. As not opposed a lot to a of new releases, not a mm. lot of what we've been playing, but there we go. <laughs> mm. Just interesting, interesting stuff involved, anyway. Um, but that brings us on to the feature, which obviously is a bit of a recap on the Nintendo Indie Showcase last week. Yes. Which I'm yes. going to hand over to Ben before I give my opinion just in how I say anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I am the Nintendo fanboy here, exactly. so let's. Uh, um, so just before we start, I did put a video on YouTube mm. straight after the showcase with our top three pick. Well, I say our my top three picks of the showcase, <laughs> um, which I thought would do great because it was like relative and it is relevant, and it was right after the showcase. But now I think we just got drowned out by every other video out there. It's weird. Mm. We could put like a video about our PlayStation sale up and get a thousand or. 2,000 views or whatever <laughs> then you put this up and you get nothing because nobody sees it but uh, yeah. yeah go to our YouTube channel you can see those top three picks if you if you fancy but um, yeah it was a interesting start to this event so the first one we had Ooblets which is uh, well I'll just I'll read them out we had Ooblets um, an Animal Crossing type cosy game we had uh, Batora Lost Haven which was a fast paced adventure RPG and mm. Aleckhead which is made by a one-person studio, um, a, w- a weird kind of shit-looking 2D puzzle platformer, and then into Soundfall, which was a rhythm-based dungeon crawler, which was uh, released on the day of the uh, the showcase. Mm-hmm. Wild Frost, a tactical roguelike deck builder, and totally accurate battle simulator, which looks ridiculous. So, mm-hmm. anybody got any thoughts on those as an additional, uh, as a as an opening to this show? What do you think? <laughs> I mean, the initial opening, Ooblets, pretty much said everything about why I don't like Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very well mm. said. Very well mm. said, sir. That was, that was one of those where you look at it and you go, this is why parents look at their kids playing games and go, why are you wasting your time with this? Um, yeah, that's a good argument. Yeah. But like, that's, that was the vibe I got from Ooblets. So obviously highly positive. Uh, well, I, I described that as a cosy game, but not, that wasn't me. That was mm. how I think how they described it. They which literally I thought, said that. Yes, yeah. crazy description. Cozy game is that? Mm. Is that mm. what we're doing now? That's what so. you're doing on a on a couple of hundred quid console. Um, I mean, so, I mean, we've seen the success of Animal Crossing, guys. It depresses me greatly. <laughs> Great game, even now. Great game. Yeah. but I mean, the funny bit here is Ben. I saw your notes on this, and the one of these that stood out to me was a Leckhead. oddly enough because I was like oh yeah it's like classic Mario's (laughs) no I was looking at that and I was thinking the twist I was thinking why is it here (laughs) yes why why is this got a platform it was a bit out of place but why has this been given a platform I mean I'm not saying it's terrible I'm not saying it's bad Mm -mm. I'm just saying why 
Why are you surprised? <laughs> this is Nintendo. This is this is the exact game that I expect. I'm yeah, surprised there's not more of them. It had better graphics than most Nintendo games I've seen. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely world-beating graphics compared to the average one. I mean, it's just Shut awful. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not going to get me. You're not going to get me. Um, is that because so you're desperately blowing this, your nose in the background? Because you suddenly sound is a bit a, less phlegmy. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is an indie showcase. Remember, so yeah. this isn't supposed to be a full-blown direct or anything. This is just highlighting a few indies. I still don't get. Why a Leckhead, a one made by one person, which looked fine. Why that is getting a platform like this? But that's your grassroots, Ben. That's the grassroots of indie. Either that, or he has some very interesting information. My God, he's the intern. Yes, oh, that guy's the intern. He's got loose and gone. I've got a game. <laughs> I'm actually going to buy it. He knows Shit. some secrets, and he's going to release them unless people play and buy a Leket for Switch. That's how he got on the. That's how he got the showcase. Lovely. Yeah. Um, I, I did think of these. The one that looked probably the best, and it was shadow dropped on the day, was Soundfall. Yeah, how does it work with the? Because it says like the combat's by the rhythm. I, that's the only bit I didn't understand that. Yeah, well, was, it kind of kind of makes me think that it. God, it kind of makes me think that it might not be as good as it looks. When, so, well, no, so this, this was the thing, is there's only 140 songs. That was where I sort of had a hang-on. Because that suggests that they have might actually have programmed this to fit with the rhythm of the song in the background. But then you go, oh, yeah, if I it's only it does, 140 yeah. songs, why, didn't, why did you give us the option of choosing? Why didn't you just go with the best ones for the level and make it fucking awesome? You know what so I mean? the thing, the thing that kind of gets me with these rhythm ones is, uh, did anyone ever play? Is it called Curse of the Necro Dancer? I never um, played and, it. I, I think I remember this thing. Sounds like a game I would. And play. there was a, and there was a Zelda one as well, which it was. I couldn't get to grips with it because of the rhythm stuff. But I wonder how it affects this because it's like a shooter, isn't it? Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I thought it looked good though. Mm, you're wrong, but. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it was looked good comparatively. But yeah, there we go. Yeah, because it didn't it didn't it come no, after that? I wasn't saying that. I wasn't <laughs> saying think, that, Pete. Oh no, it didn't come after the horrendous. <laughs> oh, no, I think it, it did, did come yeah, after. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Is, uh, I mean anything looks good. That fucking surfing game looks good next to Whoa, fucking... come on. <sighs> Elekhead looks fantastic. In its in its own way. Right, okay, let's like space on spiff. Wild Frost though. I thought that looked like a, a roguelike deck builder, and it's made by Chucklefish. So Chucklefish make good games. So that, I that thought it looked quite right. charming as well. I really did. Cozy, maybe? No. Cozy, <laughs> no. yeah. Someone say, yeah. No, I think yeah. it looked pretty good. Uh, and I like that you can buy and kind of add to the deck. No, I I, I like games like this. Um, yeah. So fuck you. Did, didn't look terrible, Wild Frost. Uh, didn't look yeah, terrible. Ter- yeah, I think that's that, the best way to put it. That battle simulator looks. Let's just. Time, let, so. we, we don't need to give any time um, to. Tabs. Yeah, so so uh, then we had a good game. What I thought was a good game, Gunbrella. Uh, so this was the first of the digital uh, for the Devolver Digital Games, uh, the published ones that they uh, they put forward in the show. I think there was like three of them. Um, so it's a two two point five D side scrolling noir punk action adventure game. So I thought the art style looked really good. It's very Devolver yeah. Digital. Um, yeah. Thought it could be. Uh, yeah, it's a Devolver digital game. It's bound to be good. That's that's what I think about them. It's bound to be an 8, 9, or 10 out of 10 kind of game. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, yeah. It's coming in 2023. Yeah, I do think it's good. I don't know why it needed to be noir punk and not just noir. But otherwise, <laughs> I have no problem with this game at all. You've got, you've got to have <laughs> punk everything in the name. is punk. <laughs> I know, but it's just the noir style. But now that's become punk, noir so. punk. <laughs> if you're not punking it, are you really noiring? <laughs> 
Yeah. Anyway, then we had <laughs> then we had uh, some some great games. Uh, we are OFK. Mm. Yeah, we'll talk about that one. Uh, we had Silt, that which looked lovely, hand drawn kind of game, looked like inside kind of thing. Uh, we had Mini Motorways, which is out now. <laughs> yes, it is out now. Out, and we had Wayward Strand, set in 1970s rural Australia. No. Nope. <laughs> Okay, so we, we know your judgment there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean... In, yeah. yeah. Go on, Pete, sorry. Well, the first yeah. thing I was going to say here is oh, We Are FK is just starting to annoy me. This isn't the first time I've seen something about it, I'm <laughs> sure. And Wasn't there this, another game where it was about a band? Yeah, no, this was, Eddie, this was, this was shown at the yeah. Sony... This is Sony, the same. Oh, is this, this is, it? This is the yeah, this one. is out on PlayStation. This is yeah. it coming to Switch. Oh. But it's this right. constant. Yeah, I didn't like, care about it then either. No, but it's this constant thing of like we're a real band. I like they've got one single, I think, and it was released after all the hype for this had started. So I don't really get it, and it just seems really depressing. Like it's a strange yeah, one. It's a strange I don't really one. get it. It's almost mm. like one of these um, talking simulator kind of story progressing games, but with this band and i think at the end of every chapter you get a new song or something it's just like i don't really get why it's a thing it's very um mm. very woke i think <laughs> yeah and i am not but that's uh, that's very true you are yeah. not a woke man no no but silt did you like look of silt i thought that looked pretty yeah. fucking good yeah i've seen this before and it's on my wish list on steam actually it's coming to pc as well um, oh lovely i think this is going to be a great game you know what, this is, um, I'm going to object to that. Don't get me wrong, I love the look of it. Um, I think it's beautiful. But at the end of the day, when I've looked at this in, in detail, it looks like the game mechanics are no different to Echo the Dolphin, if you remember Quite that possibly. one. possibly, yes. Yeah. And, and, and I don't want to compare it to this so soon, but what's that game that you three played last week? And, you, and we all oh, thought no. it looked amazing. And Trek to the Yomi. gameplay was actually quite crap. Oh, yeah. Trek to Yomi. Yeah. Trek to Yomi. Yeah, yeah you, you yeah. pronounced it wrong. Trek, last Trek week. to Yomi. Like, Trek um, to Yomi really let the sign yeah, down. Yeah, and we all said that same about this. Um, is It looks amazing. It looks beautiful. Uh, and there there we, we thought Starfield was letting Game Pass down, but Trek to Yomi. Mm, but Trek to Yomi. The thing, I don't know. The thing is with this one, Eddie, is I suspect it's going to be more on the sort of Ori game, gameplay style stuff, just okay. a bit slower down. Yeah. Um, or even Hollow Knight style. So we mm. shall see. The art is Hollow Knight style. I suppose that might be why I'm going that way. Yeah, um, I, think, I think so. Mm. Yeah, it's got. Is it as I said? Inside was what it reminded mm, yeah. me mm. about. But um, what well, I hate myself because during this this bit with the mini motorways, like that is never anything in a million years that I would want to play. But just because it says oh, out now, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I can maybe have something maybe now. It takes, it's maybe, old, done. maybe old Ben should take a look at Mini Motorways. You know, <laughs> I honestly uh, think you've seen the entire game in that thirty-second segment. But I hate mm. that I'm that guy because all I was thinking in this was just like, give me a shadow drop that I can care about. Come on, just give me a shadow drop. Take my money. But alas, mm. no, I didn't. I didn't pay for Mini Motorways. Uh, right, and then we moved on to. Cult of the Lamb. We saw that again. We did. Which looks fucking brilliant. We'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, and Another Crab's Treasure. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. that, was, that was also very good um, and then they, they ended with um, like a small sizzle reel which showed Card Shark again which is by Devolver Digital which is probably going to be quite good uh, they showed Curse to Golf mm-hmm. which we saw at the Xbox showcase and I really like that and also uh, Opus or Opus Echo of Star, uh, Star Song which is an excellent game and it's coming to Switch, like really highly reviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've, you've skipped over the Gibbon game, though, Ben. What I did skip called? over the Gibbon game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the, the reason I skipped over the Gibbon game is because I think it's an hour long. Yeah, I think it does. It looks like one level of the Lion King game back in the day. That's what <laughs> I, I suspect. And it's probably it it's probably a nice emotional hour. But, yeah, it, lo- it looks like it. Yeah. But unless it's ninety nine p, really interested. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Cult of the Lamb, guys, come on. Yeah, what, this. Your, well, how do you think that looks? This is this is definitely the standout on the show for me. Um, yeah, it's it, it is. I mean, it's the thing you say with Devolver games. You know, it's going to be good, and I like yeah. the gimmicks on this one as well. So yeah, I know, I know. So what the the story is? You you play a lamb saved and possessed by a stranger, and to repay your debt to that stranger, you have to create an army of followers for mm. followers for them, mm. like. And the art style to me looks brilliant. There's combat that looks that looks decent, but it's just like th- this game has got a bit of height. It's been at a few presentations now, yeah. And I'm it's like, a, yeah, I want it. The art is Nintendo does Hades, isn't it? Like that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the look. And yeah. I I don't disagree. I do think it looks nice. Um, I think it works really well. And I, yeah, I do like the storyline and the constant satanic imagery in this one. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it's very Woodland Critters from South Park. Exactly, yeah. Um, um, that's precisely what they're channeling. But it's coming out later in the year, so no shadow drop there. Mm. No shadow Are we talking drop. about Cup, Cup of the Lamb? Yes. Yeah, Cup of the Lamb, Don't you get yeah. huge... Um, is it Don't Starve? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 very, very much, much so. Don't you get huge so. vibes of that? That's what I'm getting. Yeah, it's going to be completely different kind of mechanics, obviously. But yeah, you're right, actually. Mm. I didn't think of that. It looks yeah. very artistically, it looks very similar, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, just a little <coughs> bit less sort of like hand-drawn about it, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Don't Starve was very hand-drawn, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can definitely see that resemblance, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, the pièce de résistance. Another <laughs> crab's treasure. <laughs> a Souls-like <laughs> crab game. Yeah, with oh a hermit crab that trades in shells and dies in one hit if you don't. So you know what this is? It's like Mortal Shell. It's like the game Mortal Shell. Like it's, it like it's a crab version of Mortal Shell. Like, do you need any more information? Why are we friends? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I think admit I, your I silence like, usually, is the exact answer. I was I'm after. usually the one that would ask that question, not, not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> but you generally, I assume, find an answer. We're struggling. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, I, I did like a few of the things about it. The trading in shells was amusing and the, the enemies are using pollution as weapons, like different pollutants in the ocean as weapons. I quite liked as well. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, not for me. Oh, shadow drop me. I'm all in. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that was that was the direct. Like it wasn't it wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> um. But it wasn't supposed like it, they announced it the day before. It's an indie showcase. That's fine. See some indie games. That's that's fine. The big hitters are going to come next month. However, 
there are some significant indie games that are missing from an indie showcase. One in particular, yes. One in particular. The one that you're looking forward to. Mm, yeah. And so Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Silksong, yeah, Hollow Knight yeah. Silk Song. Yeah, just That's not it. just just not being shown anywhere. And and for me, the big one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the new game, mm. that yeah. one wasn't shown as well. And I can only assume that Nintendo are saving it for their main direct. It's got to be, hasn't it? I mean, you hope at this stage, but how long have we been hoping with Silk Song? Well, Hollow Knight. Mm. I mean, yeah. Hollow Knight. They haven't. They could have. If they'd shown that a year ago, you'd be like, "Oh, that makes sense." Like, where is it? We nothing. Literally nothing. I know. And yet, there's so much art on the Steam page and everywhere else already for this. Like in-game looking art. Where is this game? <laughs> you can only hope it's like Elden Ring, where you don't see anything for years, and then it and then unleashes as the best game ever. <laughs> um, yes i take your point yeah fair. <laughs> i won't dispute it but yeah uh, it's definitely up there but i mean i think that was it this was a this was uh an entire indie showcase that was dominated by what wasn't there as much as by what was and that's yeah that's fair that's kind of annoying in itself um but that may be because I'm literally following Nintendo to find news of Silk Song because it's not coming for PC. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I think that's a, that's a fair comment. So uh, we we just wait until the main direct next month and we'll have yes, a better better story. I'm sure. Oh, well, next mm. month, whenever whenever it is, mm. I assume next month. So yeah, yeah. This this post February releases hangover is lasting a while, isn't it? Uh, it is. We need a yeah. We need to and just because we all fitted in 150 hours of Elden Ring doesn't mean we're done. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, next month well, cannot come soon. Well, just got to wait enough. for Starfield, Pete. Yeah, yeah, it's not long away now. That's only like <laughs> two or three playthroughs of Stellaris before it comes out. All right, yeah, of one. If, you, if you lay it out like that, then that's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, right. anyway, if anyone wanted to get in touch with us, Ben, how could they do so? They could email us at podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk. They can tweet us at grumpygamerspod. You can go to our YouTube channel for all those videos we talked about. And also because we have the live episode with Offshore Gamescast this weekend. So again, uh, follow us on Twitter for details on that. Or go to our YouTube channel, which is Grumpy Gamers Podcast. And uh, subscribe and get the notifications. Then you'll see when we go live. We think it's Sunday. We think it's about one o'clock. But times are subject to change and... uh, and all that jazz um and we're Nothing also on t- also we're on twitch uh grumpy gamers podcast or one word which is now more prominent because we are streaming every thursday at 7 p.m and this thursday as we mentioned at the start there's the community rocket league night if you want to be involved which would be cool we'd love that um just dm us on twitter or tweet us or whatever get in touch um or just join to watch maybe on twitch and it'll be it'll be fun so eddie pete and kirk will be playing rocket league with with some peeps Mm -hmm. i love that i love that kirk skipped the podcast just so he could be free for rocket league that's that's what i like he's actually training because he doesn't (laughs) want to be embarrassed (laughs) he's just training with how to deal with more chat while playing as well Uh, but well for the next two days of this week it's GG GG GG